0: party. I wasn't invited. Actually, no, that's not
1: the truth, Ellen. You were invited. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rough Cut Retrospective, episode 12, a podcast where you boys talk about movie, television, pop culture, all that jazz for you, the people who are living in the world that's burning around us. And I am your host, Carter along with my co-host Jackson (laughs) and those are our names I'm Eric (laughs) and I'm Eric Uh, But yeah we're back it's episode 12 Uh, we're back from our Star Wars boogaloo trivia thing that we did last Mm -hmm. week which was super fun and uh, yeah we're back to our normal our normal broadcasting today Jackson aren't we
2: yeah sort of we're doing I mean we are doing something we haven't done before but yeah I'd say so Indeed,
1: we are (laughs) <laughs> we, we we continue to break barriers here in mm-hmm. 2021.
2: Um but yeah. You see any Jackson, glass how? ceilings? No, no. cuz they're they've already been shattered.
1: Boom. Boom. Take that. Uh Jackson, how has your
2: week been, buddy? Uh, it's been good. I'm enjoying my last week of break. Just casually hanging out and relaxing. I uh got a new job I'm going to start up soon, so that's fun.
0: Oh, what uh, job? I'm going to be doing some
2: uh, video production for uh, like a community art program so we can uh, make some asynchronous uh, educational videos for the community. Oh, that's that's dope. I'm super excited to start that.
1: Congratulations, Jackson. Thank you. So uh, you're going to quit this podcast now, yeah?
2: (sighs) You know, (laughs) I didn't want to air it out here.
1: (laughs) This is how you wanted to tell me?
2: Uh no, my lawyer was supposed to get back to you yesterday, uh, but oh. apparently he didn't. So no, he did here not. Here we are. I have not been served. Well, I'm I'm gonna finish out my contract and then we'll renegotiate from. There, so. <laughs> yeah, our our <laughs> 200
1: episode contract. Yep. So you got some time. <laughs> uh, that's dope. Congrats, man. Thanks, man. What about you? Uh, I just got back from a little vacay. Um, Ooh. with our our former uh, contestants on the show, Davy and Fry.
2: Davey and um, Fry, woo-hoo. yeah,
1: woohoo! Shout out to them. We uh, went down to the World of Disney for a little bit, and we came back just today. So you know, it was a lovely, a lovely R and R. Good. There's good times. But yeah, we're back. We're better than ever. Mm-hmm. And shall we just dive right in, Jackson? Let's do it. Hey, Jackson. Yep. Tell me something, boy. Tell me
0: something,
2: boy. What are you into? So this week I've been doing a bunch of uh, rewatching of of some great movies, and uh, I even saw a new one that I haven't seen. <gasps> that's uh, kind of older, but I mean not older, but it's been out for a while that I finally got around to. So the first one I saw that I'd already seen that I love and rewatched yeah. was Catch Me If You Can, which is amazing. Ooh, so yeah, fun! Yeah, that's a goodie. That's a goodie. So crazy! One of the like craziest, like based on a true story movies ever. Um, yeah, that
1: that cast is stellar. it's
2: it's oh the cast is amazing super fun super great time but then uh my other movie that i i saw this week for the very first time that i really liked was the kingsman oh that's fun yeah Yeah.
0: i also have not seen that
2: super fun it's a cool spy action movie uh it's pretty funny good stuff good cast yeah, I need to uh,
1: I need to watch that. That's been on my radar for a long time, but yeah. I just have never
2: gotten around to it. I think I'm going to watch the second one tonight, which I hear is not as good, but still just as fun. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah. Channing Tatum's in the second one, yeah? Yeah, and so is uh, Pedro Pascal, our king. Oh, heck yeah, our king. We stand, Pedro <laughs> we Pascal. Stand.
1: <laughs> That's actually very funny because this is unrelated to what I'm into, but I on the plane today, I was watching Triple Frontier. Uh-huh. And he's in that Pedro Pascal is. Oh, is it good? I don't know. I got like twenty minutes in. Um, <laughs> and then what? But it was, but it was neat. And then, uh, and then the plan landed. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, it
2: was. Good. And then I fell asleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did sleep. That was that was nice. Um, but yeah, neat. I love what that about for you, you.
2: Good friend. What um, are you into?
1: Well, I I think I suggested it last week. Um, Pieces of a Woman. Mm-hmm. I watched it. Um, I said that it was probably going to be devastating, and it was. Did you cry? Uh, uh, I was close Whew. at one point. Um, but boy, um, it's devastating. Um, Vanessa Kirby is excellent. Shia LaBeouf, uh, minus all the allegations and stuff. If you put the, if you separate the man from the art, <laughs> uh, the that art was good. Was good. <laughs> it was a pretty good performance. Um, it was very good. It was very moving. Uh, a different story that I, an interesting look at like a woman's perspective of trauma mm-hmm. and how to cope with it, which is something a man doesn't get all the time. So uh, speaking of shattering those glass ceilings, am I right?
2: <laughs> um, shout out to men. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Give us the praise we deserve. Um, but no, Vanessa Kirby was great. I'm still feeling that Oscar nom. Good. And and yeah, it was really good. Um, Netflix, shout out. You're a real one. Shout um,
0: out.
1: <laughs> which is what I'll be talking about you in our news flash in a little bit. But uh but yeah, pieces of a woman. If you wanna be devastated, if you wanna feel kind of marriage story vibes, um this is the movie for you. Marriage if you're story in the mood-
2: vibes? Oh man, yeah, I gotta check this I, out now.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like <laughs> as I mean, I know it relates to you because um you said it was your it was Children of Divorces Black Panther mm-hmm. marriage story was. <laughs> <Yep>. Um <laughs> So uh, you probably will like Marriage Story more, but you will still probably be like, oh, like the first 20 minutes of this movie, like, dang, Um, it'll
2: send you for a whirlwind. I can't Um, wait. I'll check it out. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Pieces of a Woman. Beautiful. And with that, Carter, that brings us into our next segment. Newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite.
0: You think you're too cool for school, but I got a newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't.
1: The news! The news! <sighs> Woo! Jackson, yes. what news do you have for us, sir?
2: Well, I, I brought two headlines, uh, and I figured I'd start with the first one, make it a little uh, easier on everybody to get to ease into, and that is, oh. Deadpool 3 has been announced mm. to be in the MCU, and ah. it is confirmed that it will be rated R. So That's huge. That's really big. Um. This is the first MCU movie to have above a PG-13 rating. Uh, I love the old Deadpool movies, and uh, yeah, I think this is going to be great. Yeah, I'm amped. That'll yeah. be super fun. Ryan Reynolds I saw... con- uh, confirmed it on his... Uh, I think he, it was on Twitter I saw it, but he said... Uh, he made a joke. He was like, I, I just showed the executives Spider-Man 1 and 2 and told him it was Deadpool. <laughs> so, Yeah,
1: that's hype. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to see uh,
2: what shenanigans will will take
1: place with that.
2: And I think this is important too because then it will open up the uh, floodgates for uh, fans like begging for rated R movies for other characters such as Blade or like a Wolverine movie or something like that. You know, like, I don't know. Could be interesting. Is
1: this like the ease into like trying to get the X-Men incorporated into the universe too? That would be really
2: interesting if Deadpool was the person to introduce the X-Men. Yeah. I don't know how they'll do it. It's... I imagine the stuff with WandaVision may lead into some of that, but we don't mm. know. Who
1: knows? Yeah. And I mean, so Josh Brolin is in, like, canonically
2: two <laughs> different... He's, he plays two <laughs> characters in the MCU. That'd be yeah. cool. He was good. He comes so.
1: What was he? Cable? That's yeah, his name? Yeah, he was Cable. Cable yeah. is the
2: uh, future son of uh, Cyclops, who, like, is a time traveler from, like, a dystopian future. It's all crazy. Gosh, doesn't the X-Men is so bonkers. <laughs> it's it's actually insane. Like, they have so many characters. They're, like, ex- extensively, like, like tripling the size of the Marvel Universe just by, like, including X-Men. Like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, So that's crazy. <laughs> we'll see what happens with all that stuff. But,
1: but yeah. I, I'm amped for that. I do love Deadpool. I love mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds. Who doesn't? Lives. So, yeah. He, I hope he's not problematic. I hope we didn't curse him. Yeah, I him. know. I
2: just cursed him. Um, Gosh, we'll get into that. Dang it.
1: <laughs> and Blake Lively, uh but yeah, um, okay, beautiful. We love that. Deadpool, woo! Woo! Uh, do you want to bounce to me and then we bounce back to you? Yeah, let's do that. Beautiful. Um, mine is a, is a biggie um, in terms of uh, content. I alluded to it a minute ago, but mm-hmm. Netflix, uh, they tweeted, they had this whole big video um, with all these stars, these Hollywood stars... Movie stars to announce that they're releasing a new movie every single week uh, in the year 2021. Yes. Wait, how
2: did I miss this?
1: Uh, it was it was re- it was maybe one or two days ago.
2: Okay. Um, every single week.
1: Every week. every wow. Friday there will be a new Netflix original movie. Is this um, like a,
2: a promise or a threat? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, it does seem very quantity over quality because yeah. in like the little video, it like opened up. It's like the rock Gal Gadot or is it Gadot? I never know. Gadot. Like that. Sure. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, and Ryan Reynolds, they're like, or all three there. And they're like, they're introducing like, yeah, Netflix, we're releasing a bunch of movies. And then they have all these clips of like all these stars talking about like their movie. It's like uh-huh. a really quick thing. Um, but they, like, highlighted, like, almost 30 of them just in the little, like, two-minute clip. Really? Okay. And there's some weird ones that seem like it's literally just quantity over quality.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but there are some fun ones, like Halle Berry's directorial debut, and Ooh. then there's, like, an all-black Western starring Idris Elba.
2: Ooh, I love um, Idris Elba. Great. There's that a bunch fun. of...
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of crazy stuff, but I wanted to take the time to just talk about one that they highlighted and it's called don't look up and it's a, it's a political satire, Adam McKay movie. Okay. And I would like to just rattle through the cast for you. Go for it. But I guess I should first describe what this movie is. It is. The description is two low level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy Earth. Uh huh. Okay. So here's the cast for you: Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. Jennifer Lawrence. Kate Blanchett. Meryl Streep. Jonah Hill. Timothy Chalamet. Ariana Grande. Chris Evans. Ron Perlman. Tyler Perry. And last but not least, Matthew Perry. Wow.
2: I think it's safe to say he was the least of that entire casting list. Yes. Yes. Um, when I that like is huge. Yeah. When
1: I read that, like cast, I was like, whoa, Netflix. So
2: there's a is lot he, going he, on here. Didn't Adam McKay. That's the dude who writes with Seth Rogen, right? Am I mistaken? No, Adam McKay
1: is like, he, McKay? Did, he He writes with Will Ferrell and he also that's, did. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Okay. And he did like vice and the big yeah, short. Yeah. 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 Oh, Adam think is really good.
2: Yeah. So Do you think he's. These are just going to be like little cameo roles then? Like, because that's a huge cast.
1: Probably because, like, the giant media tour thing tells me, like, they're going to go on a bunch of, like, news broadcasts and yeah. stuff. And, like, that's probably, like, what their role is. Like, I don't envision Matthew Perry playing a giant role in the movie, but who knows, you know? <laughs> what if he's who the main character
2: in the, in the last build? That'd be dope. <laughs> what a twist. That could um, be uh, interesting.
1: Huh. So, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff like that that they announced. Um, so, like, a bunch of movie stars talking about doing doing stuff. And I think this is Netflix's answer to maybe the the Disney Plus and the HBO yeah. Max's of the world. And they're just like, hey, here's a reminder. We just put out a butt-ton of content. Eat it all.
2: Maybe we'll have to start a new segment where we review each uh, Netflix original movie that comes out yeah. weekly.
1: <laughs> yeah, get ready all for that. the Kissing Booth three.
0: Uh, Maybe we can
2: a- avoid these at all costs. Who knows? There I might mean, be some it, some uh, good ones. It uh, it may make these.
1: me watch uh, To All the Boys I've Loved Before because oh, the God. third one in this trilogy is is one of those movies that they listed. No. So
2: there's a th- um, wait, there's three now. Oof. Yeah, I was
1: shocked to learn mm. that there was. One before this one, so uh, yeah, three too many. (laughs) Yeah, I'd agree. I haven't seen them, but I know that they're not good. I don't know. (laughs) Wow, they're probably great. Um, so yeah, Netflix is putting out a bunch of stuff, and I mean, they've got me on the hook, I'll still be watching it all. So perfect, they got me cool, beautiful. I look forward to this,
2: uh, beautiful train wreck that that could happen. Yeah, we'll see what
1: happens. (laughs) There's some that look really bad. Some look really good. We'll see.
2: Speaking of beautiful train wreck. <laughs> nice. This brings us into our uh, third and final headline. I think our final headline of the day uh, about Army Hammer. For those who don't know, I mentioned him like a couple of weeks ago about how he would be awesome to replace the uh, problematic Jeremy Renner. But that a boy, maybe I was wrong <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> um for those who don't know army Hammer's uh role in the upcoming movie shotgun wedding is being recast amongst online mm-hmm. controversy now normally you'd be like okay whatever like it is what it is but this controversy is uh uh different <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know I don't know how to explain this uh bizarre yeah uh so basically, uh, a bunch of DMs were leaked about Army Hammer's like, kind like, obviously it's like a traditional me too with like his like types of messaging and like could be considered harassment and all that. But specifically, yeah. uh, we like learned that he has like a very interesting kink and not to kink shame, but I'm going to because uh, <laughs> uh, he seems to be really into the idea of like fetishizing cannibalism. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> multiple DMs leaked talking about how he wanted to drink uh, his partner's blood or, like, uh, <laughs> there was one DM that said, quote, I am 100% a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this, like, is this real also? Like, ha- okay, this, I should preface. Like, he's it denied it. He's denied it. He said yeah. these allegations are too much for him to leave his kids – to go film a movie, so that's why he's stepping out. But uh, yeah. it's it's weird. But regardless, I thought we should talk about it just of, because of the absurdity of it. Um, yeah, they are bizarre. He talked um, about wanting to like re- remove the heart of somebody and hold <laughs> it in his hands so he could like control their beat. It was like really weird. Yeah, um, it's like he
1: watched too much Temple of Doom and he was yeah. like, "Yes, weird I want dude." Army Hammer, uh,
2: which is just another reason for me to not want to watch. Call me by your name, especially after that director or the author turned out to be like a pedophile or something like that. So yeah, that movie yeah. moves further down my list of things to watch. Uh so shout out the yeah, like, hammer for that. Yeah. He's uh
1: yeah. I don't know how to like take this. Like I want like the cynic in me wants to believe it so bad because it's just so absurd. It's so weird. Um
2: and like past like a lot of people who have had relationships came out about this. So it's like it's not like this like random person showed up out of nowhere like these apparently yeah. are like straight screenshots of his DMs so like I mean DMs can always be faked and stuff but like a lot of people have uh, corroborated this uh behavior of his. So yeah, yeah that's, that's <laughs> not good. And I like one of the weirdest things
1: I about it all like yeah, he drinks the he, like wants to drink blood and like hold people's hearts. But he keeps calling people kitten yeah, um, it's like. It's, that's the. It's just, w- <laughs> Somehow that's the
2: weirdest part to like me. It's <laughs> a dominance, like, role play, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm sure it's just. A, I don't think this dude is actually a cannibal, unlike his quote, I am 100% a cannibal. But. <laughs> I don't know. I can't imagine he actually wants to eat them, but maybe. But anyway, so instead yeah, of uh, recasting him as Hawkeye, I think he would be perfect for the new. Hannibal Lecter, you know, let's just go all out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, step aside, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah,
2: let's just do this. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. Do you have anything else to add to this uh, insane uh, headline?
1: No, just the, in in the sense that I was, <laughs> I was like, wow, 2021 is starting out hot, um, and it just continues to give 2020 vibes in terms mm-hmm. of just absurdity. So. Shout out uh, to the people who exposed him, if this is true. mm mm-hmm. um, And Army Hammer, you're a, a weird dude. And um, I, I'm oh, excited man. to see who Jackson recasts next, who will turn out to be a cannibal.
2: For Hawkeye? For um, Hawkeye, yeah. Who's just next? Let's give it to Jack Black. Oh, no. No, I love don't Jack Black. Don't curse Jack. No, yeah, I'm not but trying don't to. you, don't you okay, curse never mind, him. Never mind, never um, mind. Hmm, let's but give it love to... <laughs> Someone who I don't like. Who do I not like, Carter?
1: Uh, Rami Malek.
2: Okay, yeah, let's give it to Rami Malek. Except Maybe. I don't hate Rami Malek. I, I just either. hate that he won an Oscar for karaoke. I just want I just want it to be revealed that uh, he is actually a cannibal, also. So we'll find out. He he gives off scary vibes. He, he does. Makes. His eyes. Um, his, his eyes—they're piercing. An actor's <laughs>
1: eyes. Uh, yeah, Army Hammer. Uh, crazy stuff yeah that's good I think Thanks. that's our news what a banger so. <laughs> to end on <laughs> beautiful uh, so that's the news um, take a moment and process that as you listen to this ad from our sponsor ad. and we're back Woo. Uh, Jackson I think it's time for a segment we call My Precious
0: My Precious
1: Yeah, we'll call it, my precious. Yeah. Um,
2: What are we doing here today, Jackson? So basically, because 2020 is over and there's a lot to reflect on, we thought we would, uh, you know, do a little look back on all the pop culture and significant moments of uh, 2020 and kind of just discuss them and give our general thoughts. So we each have like five. They're not necessarily like, this is a good thing that happened or a bad thing. It's just a little topic that we're going to bring up and just have a nice little conversation about it. So yeah.
1: Heck yeah. Heck, yeah. Um, I tried to uh, not mention things that we'd already talked about, uh-huh. but um, but if I dabble on some, you know, forgive me. Uh, I'm a sinner.
2: So I think for the most part, all of mine are new
1: things. So, should be yeah, good. Yeah, I think mine are too. Cool. So yeah, I'm amped. So yeah, 2020. Um, do you want to start at f- five and work our way up to one? Are yeah, yours we'll ranked that. or just in no kind order. of ranked
2: in, in like... Uh... Yeah, mine are are pretty much ranked for the most part. Okay.
1: Uh, Would you like me to start or you, sir? Whichever you'd like, sir. Good, sir. Uh, Thank you, sir. I'll (laughs) I'll, I'll go first, sir. All right, sir. Wow, we're so polite today. Um, My number five um, significant moment that occurred in 2020 Mm -hmm. happened in the dog days of the summer when pandemic was really wearing down on us and Disney Plus was like, you know what? We're going to give you Hamilton. So my number five is Hamilton on Ooh, Disney+. Okay. I still
2: and, haven't seen Hamilton. And I need well, This to. is good.
1: This is good. Um, Although, well, be me, me being a theater kid, um, obviously we all came out of the woodworks mm-hmm. and ate this all up. And we've been consuming Hamilton. For those that don't know what Hamilton is, it's uh, the Broadway musical that's been on Broadway since 2015, I believe. And it's... Probably like the most modern day successful musical that everyone knows about. Besides prom, Subject. yeah. Besides the prom, of course. <laughs> um, yikes! But um, but yeah, Hamilton. They filmed a uh, a show and put it on Disney Plus. They filmed the original cast performing it, and it was it was lit. I watched it at home with Davey and Will Hopkins. Woo-hoo. Shout out to them. We all got together. We watched it, and it was just really awesome. And it made me cry. It was great. Um, so yeah, I think that was pretty pretty awesome for mm-hmm. Disney Plus to just. You know just... how much
2: they like acquired it for, like, because the... they didn't uh, own the streaming rights for this, right?
1: They didn't. It was a lot because it was it was going to be in theaters. Um... Oh, they were
2: going to do a theatrical release of it.
1: They were gonna do a theatrical release, and they didn't. Um,
2: Whoa! They would have made so much then, money if they would have done that.
1: Yeah, uh, and I, 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 they obviously leaned away from it because COVID. I guess you know the <laughs> theaters were. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I don't know how much they acquired it for, but they filmed it a long time ago, and it just was sitting on the shelf.
2: Really. Um, they were just like, screw it, we'll just roll. But it. Yeah, and then
1: <laughs> and then Disney was like, you know what, we'll get it, and I guess that's probably a a Lin-Manuel Miranda factor there because he's like got a lifetime contract with yeah. Disney at this point. Um, but it, that was uh, one of the things that drove up Disney Plus app downloads that week. 74% over that weekend.
2: Really? Wow. So
1: people wanted so, to so get their So I guess it did make
2: the money, to be fair.
1: Yeah, so. I think it, I think they're doing just fine. Um, but yeah, it is. Uh, it was super fun to watch and every once in a while you just put it on and just vibe to the music. Because the music is awesome and you should watch it, Jackson.
2: You, the only reason, I mean, I, obviously I know about it because it's like super popular, but in high yeah. school, you would play it all the time <laughs> to the point where I hated yeah. it for a long time. Yeah, that, that's um, fair. <laughs>
1: because the theater kids would be like, Have you listened to Hamilton? Let's listen to Hamilton. Let's sing all of Hamilton right now, all of
2: it. Like, we would um, go over to your house for like a campfire and the only music being played for a good chunk would be <laughs> Hamilton. And I was like, I need to get out of here yeah that was a
1: terrible period um but but, i do need to check uh, it
2: out i've been meaning to it It looks great uh i want i'm waiting to watch it with my girlfriend and we keep watching other movies instead which is totally fine by me that's that's totally fine so
1: but yeah um hamilton uh that is my number five hamilton is i have a question we love it yes
2: would you want to see this get a lay miz treatment where it like becomes like a full movie uh,
1: probably not. Okay. Um, I think it would be done poorly. Okay. Um, but I don't. Know. I guess we'll see because um another one of Lin Manuel Miranda's musicals, uh, In the Heights, is coming to out as a like an actual musical adaptation this year. Uh huh. Um, that's coming to HBO Max. So I guess we can see how that goes. Cool. If that so works, to be like then a movie if,
2: and not just like a film performance? Yeah,
1: it's like a movie musical. Cool, so cool, cool. it's I, I was about to compare it. It's like The Prom. Um, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but uh, no, In the Heights is also great. I'm excited yeah. for that. The music is very good. So we'll, we'll see the success of that. If that works then maybe somewhere down the line. But I think it's too cool. soon right now.
2: Okay, that makes but, sense. That's fair.
1: But yeah, Hamilton. Give it a watch.
2: Now, yes. for my number five, I wanted to get kind of sad for a second because I love it. I'm just gonna give this as an ode to celebrity deaths of 2020. So I'm oh, shouting boy. out uh, Chadwick Bozeman, Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. Sean Connery. We talked about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, Alex Trebek, and like so many others. Um,
1: yeah, Naya Rivera. So many. Which was really sad. There's um,
2: yeah, it's been crazy. I don't know. Yeah, Celebrity deaths are like the weird reminder of how much this year sucks. <laughs> like, every now yeah. and then we're like, oh, things are fine. And we're like, oh, no. This yeah. is terrible. It's like when
1: <laughs> it's like when the Oscars come on and you're like, they died this year? When, yeah. like, like, the In Memoriam comes up. This one, I feel um, like, is
2: especially crazy. Like, the In Memoriam will be, like, big. Because all of these yeah. people had, like, a huge impact. Like, even RBG and Kobe Bryant like were both, like, in Oscar-nominated productions. Like, Kobe has, like, an Oscar, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he does. He um, won an Oscar for a short film. Um, it's all crazy, which I is good. Know. Chadwick yeah. Boseman, especially, was the one that hit me hardest, just because like it was obviously so unexpected because he had cancer secretly for like f- like four or five years, like something crazy long. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was that and Kobe for me. That was yeah, like Kobe was these deaths that that came out of nowhere, yeah. and these people who were like. The Kobe one, like, obviously, yes, he had this great career, but he mm-hmm. was about to start this really cool, like, post-basketball career, yeah, and, like, production, and, like, coaching, and all this stuff, and then, so that was, yeah, that was sad. um, And, yeah, like, you have, like, Eddie, even, like, Eddie Van Halen died this mm-hmm. year, and, like, um, Joel Schumacher. Yeah. Uh, all these people, Carl Reiner, all these people, I can't think of any, Kirk Douglas, who was, like, 105 years old or For something. For real? Wow. Like, he died this year. Um, bunch of legends. Olivia de Havilland, who's in Gone with the Wind, who was still alive. Are That's you
2: serious? Someone was yeah. still alive. after That movie's so old. That's yeah, crazy. she was like
1: 110 or something, I think. Oh my gosh. Crazy stuff. Wow. And, and Neo Morricone, the guy who did the, he composed the Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Yeah. All that stuff. Lots of deaths. Lots um, of deaths. Yeah, which is telling of the year that we experienced, mm-hmm. so.
2: Sad stuff. So, yeah,
1: sad stuff. Thanks, Jackson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was worth mentioning. I thought that was No, worth it weird. was.
1: No, it certainly was. Like, or literally, or not, like, for...
2: especially with, like, I mean, I feel like Kobe was probably the, like, hardest hitting for some reason. Because with Chadwick Boseman, I feel like we were in the thick of it with something going on. I don't know. Chadwick Boseman yeah. wasn't as impactful as I thought it would, despite him playing, like, literally the most iconic like black roles like like he played like he played so many he depicted so many people and so many famous characters like that dude deserves a lifetime achievement award but like the kobe bryant one i remember like everyone just like stood still for like weeks just thinking about it which is pretty crazy like i feel like a celebrity death usually doesn't do that like i'm trying to think of like the last biggest one and that was probably carrie fisher probably
1: probably like i still remember even though i was little i still remember like as problematic as it was, like the impact when Michael Jackson died.
2: Yeah, I remember because as a kid, I really liked this show with Billy Mays, and Billy Mays died the same day, and I was yeah. he wasn't getting recognition. Yeah. I was like, "Where's my yeah. boy Billy?" <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah,
1: I agree. The Kobe stuff was 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 crazy. Yeah. It's like the way the world stood still because he so, like touched every aspect of entertainment.
2: Yeah. And with so. that, Carter, we're done with our number five. <laughs> Moving on to number four. Rest in peace, everybody. Hey, uh...
1: Yeah, um, my number four um, goes back to, it's good that we're talking about sports, good transition into the sports world. Mm-hmm. My number f- my number four is uh, The Last Dance. Oh,
2: um,
1: okay. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, this is the Michael Jordan documentary mm-hmm. that aired on ESPN. Um, eight episodes over the span of eight weeks, I think. Insane.
2: And it's, it's insane. It's insane. It's
1: it's crazy, like,
2: how it's much, like, really
1: the good, it's really good. And the good thing about, like, documentary, like, when you know a documentary is really good is when they literally get everybody to, like, talk about it. Like, everybody that was there, they had, like, every, every single, single person, person interviewed. Um, it was just very, very cool. And I think another great addition into the, when people debate, like, who's the goat? Is mm-hmm. it Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Like, let me know when the LeBron James documentary comes out. Um, but right now, I I always, I know you're not a big sports guy, but yeah. where I fall on this debate is that, like, you can't compare the two because they were different eras. So always, yeah. that's always I mean, where I fall. I would
2: agree with that. I always, people, I feel like recently, before this documentary came out, people were like, oh, yeah, LeBron, like, no doubt. But, like, ever since this documentary, everyone's like, are you crazy? It's definitely Michael Jordan. Like, I feel like people yeah. got their, like, their uh recency bias adjusted which is kind of interesting
1: yeah and then michael jordan was like and i took that personally and the and and, uh great documentary
2: is uh just crazy because of like i loved it and i'm not like a sports fan but i'm like a dynasty fan like i thought it was so cool to see like the legacy of this dude um and it's especially interesting how like michael jordan like is not in the spotlight like he is like like he used to be like yeah, absolutely. He was like the guy. And now he just kind of like is in Haynes commercials every now and then. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> no, just he crazy. owns
1: Yeah, he just owns the Hornets and yeah. that's like it's uh he has a definitely a back a backseat role now. And mm-hmm. I think it, he likes it that way because he was in the spotlight for so long. Oh, for sure. Like how so. could you
2: Yeah. And and it's like a pretty fair documentary. Like it criticizes him a couple of times like Oh, yeah. As far as like after um like i there was like a political issue that he like didn't really get involved in that people were pretty disappointed in mm-hmm. him for and like i don't know it, and it touched on other stuff too like his space jam which was awesome as a huge yeah. space jam fan growing up it was so cool
1: yeah it covered everything and it was just very nice it was a great thing to look forward to every week again in the doldrums of like quarantine so so yeah that was very nice um so that's uh, my number 4 the last dance
2: that's a great one yeah
1: i just realized i got really dark again (laughs) oh boy
2: uh (laughs) the
1: duality of man over
2: here so uh my number four which was something i was personally really happy about was that uh Uh harvey weinstein was sentenced to 23 years (laughs) in prison after numerous sexual assaults and cover-ups within hollywood it's it's not that guy sucks (laughs) you know i I just really wanted to commemorate a monster uh, yeah, thank who you deserves to rot in prison for the rest of his life and uh, likely will. So, Yeah, know. I don't
1: think he's... Uh, he won't be coming out. There He'll probably really funny, die in the next five there years. There's
2: a really funny quote from his lawyer that's like, if you don't reduce his sentence, he's going to die in prison. And everyone was like, bet. That's cool.
1: <laughs> Is that a promise? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't believe it took this long. Like, to, oh, it's crazy. I mean, like that happened like what three years ago when did this all start the process like,
2: yeah the outing for the me too movement was because harvey weinstein 16, was definitely like the, one of the largest faces for the me too movement yeah uh, as far as like definitely like, people who were like making victims out of other like people like he was definitely like the monster yeah. behind most of this and uh yeah like it was fresh freshman year is when i was really like aware of it so that was like four years ago um yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. But, yeah, Yeah. this dude sucks. There's a really good documentary – or not documentary. Sorry. There's a podcast I listen to called Behind the Uh, Bastards, and they'll, like, do, like, little segmented episodes on different, like, monsters throughout history. And there's a really good two-parter on uh, Harvey Weinstein that's definitely worth checking out if you want to, like – but it's not just about Harvey Weinstein. It's about all the people that, like, abled him, like, to, like – they, like, supported his – his, oh, I don't okay. know like it was like the system that he created that like kept everything a secret and all the people who helped keep it a secret just for the that sake of them forward. keeping their jobs who didn't come forward and stuff and it's like wow there was like a lot of uh pawns in this on this game to keep everything in line like it's it pretty crazy yeah. but yeah yeah that is Anyways, pretty bonkers hope, he, hope that dude rots
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I concur Um yeah what a scumbag
2: and that was my number 4.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um okay, let me try to maybe lighten the mood. Woo-hoo. Um I I just felt like this was worth mentioning. Um, just just because of you and I um, and our our discussions that we have. Yeah. Um this was the year that everyone kind of figured out that Ellen was a dick. Yeah. Uh, and that's my number three. That's um, awesome. <laughs> is uh, the allegations that Ellen producers don't uh, treat people, don't treat the staff well. Yep. And they're kind of just a bunch of scumbags as well. Um, and then the whole defense that Ellen says that I had no idea this was happening. It Your name's on the show. Yeah. Um, you knew it was happening and also you enable that environment of toxicity. Mm -hmm. So, and I think this has been talked about for a long time. Like I think everyone knows that my my not
2: professors who like have worked in the industry would always tell us like, yeah, Ellen sucks. Like, (laughs) like for four years I've been hearing how terrible Ellen is. I'm just glad everybody else kind of, uh understands it now too so that's cool
1: yeah and i guess i don't want to i guess i don't want to knock like all the charitable work she does for people and like all of the things she does but also i a little bit of me like the cynic in me again wants to say that that's a cover-up to hide her oh yeah evil the evil that she is um you can not a good person person
2: and also donate to charity (laughs) yeah so i mean look at lance armstrong yeah they are Um, mutually exclusive (laughs) Yeah, look at Carter Sims, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> but yeah, Ellen no sucks. Not as much yeah, as Harvey so. Weinstein or anything, but have uh, yeah. Ellen definitely enabled uh, some really terrible behavior that actually kind of yeah. you know what? No, some of the stuff she did that enabled was as bad as some of the people enabled as far as like the Harvey Weinstein stuff. It's all super serious. Oh, in terms of She's emotional off. distress, yeah. yeah. Like, i, I there well, were there were definitely me too cases, uh, within like the Ellen. I know like it was mostly like guys coming forward um, as far as that stuff, which you don't really yeah. see. Um, so kudos for them because that's like extra tough even because like men are like famously underreported in like sexual misconduct cases as far as like being victims. Because yeah. Because it's like there's definitely. a weird stigma around that stuff. So uh, that's awesome that they were able to come forward. And I think yeah. – you know what uh, I think started it was that – who was that celebrity that, uh, that kind of started the hate train towards Ellen, who were – Oh, like, yeah. I Someone tweeted. you he didn't invite me to this party, and she was like – Oh, Dakota yes, Johnson. Ellen. Yes, yeah. Dakota Johnson was like, Ellen, <laughs> yeah. you know, I invited you because last time you threw a fit about it, and I made sure to invite <laughs> you, and you said you didn't want to come. And it was so awkward and so awesome, and we stand. <laughs>
1: yeah i feel like elliot page did something on the show too really a, in a similar vein but maybe i'm misremembering that and it was someone else
2: but. everyone i think everyone who goes against ellen DeGeneres is uh pretty sick so you yeah know? good for them um so yeah
1: yeah ellen, ellen. that's my that's my number three
2: <laughs> moving on to my number three uh, we briefly talked about it with the Last Dance, but I talked about uh, for my number three, I put documentaries that people cared about that week. Uh, the Last Dance obviously oh. like lasted longer than that stuff, but I'm talking about like the Tiger King, the like oh, Jeffrey God. Epstein one, and like the Last yeah. Dance are like the three big ones from at least like around my circle of people. Yeah, they are crazy, but also I don't care enough to I, I would I would watch the Last Dance again, but the other ones I don't think I'd care to rewatch. Tiger King was just something that, like, everyone was so desperate for something to talk about (laughs) besides COVID. Yeah, those
1: were very early on.
2: Yeah. It was Um, very circumstantial, like, the popularity of Tiger King, I feel like.
1: I didn't even finish it. Really? I got to, like, episode five. I watched it with my family, Uh too. Um, So maybe that wasn't the best viewing experience. And then after Joe Exotic just kept dropping the C word, my mom was like, Yeah, I'm done with this.
2: <laughs> yeah, Joe, so then, He's a figure. So then we all stopped. And it's something.
1: <laughs> and yeah, that's such a strange cultural phenomenon. Yeah. And then Carol Baskin went on dancing with the stars. Yeah. It was a the whole there thing. There's that dude
2: so. what was the dude who like had the ponytail and had like multiple wives within the duck show? Doc something. Doc something. Was, so duck,
1: <laughs> something
2: something that like really opened my eyes uh was about that dude i realized like a long time ago i followed him on instagram because i was like oh cool like there's videos of elephants that's awesome i'll follow that then i went uh, and followed him promptly because bef- i was like that's before disgusting. tiger king you followed him <laughs> yes before tiger king i, I realized i had followed okay. him and unfollowed him as soon as i realized uh all wow. the terribleness of uh those types of i don't even know what you would call it like animal parks like they were just terrible and he's like a weirdo too that guy yeah
1: it's just the way that they treat their animals and yeah. like the way they
2: the cult like profit off them multiple yeah. wives and like that guy the was indoctrination weird, yeah. it was so odd and i was like hmm, this is yeah. interesting very
1: strange moment <laughs> in our culture that yeah. i hope to never repeat
2: yeah um, hopefully i don't want to see a single tiger king reference ever again
1: <laughs> yeah please no um yeah god tiger king i had that on my list of honorable mentions so oh
2: great perfect
1: so thanks for bringing it up (laughs) love it sweet uh so going to my number two number two Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yes number two uh my number two is um tenant saves movie theaters question mark (laughs) um it didn't turns out um but this was like one of my most anticipated movies Mm -hmm. of the year because it it kept getting delayed and then it finally came out in like September and Christopher Nolan was like, I'm going to save movies. Movies are going to die if I don't release this two and a half hour movie. Um, And turns out movies didn't die and they wouldn't have, even if he didn't. And I, uh, and then... Christopher Nolan, I love him so much, but he got his comeuppance because this movie did not do well at the box office.
2: <laughs> yeah, I heard the reviews um, were pretty bad. I was looking forward to it, but
1: I watched it. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was mm-hmm. fun. I like a Christopher Nolan movie as much as the next guy as much as the film bro does. Who's um, the
2: main actor in it too? It's John David Washington. Yeah, he's great. He like yeah, and uh, Robert Pattinson. He should be like a movie star. Like he needs to be like in more things. It's just a the He's bummer gonna that this be... Nolan movie wasn't uh super good for him as much I as like, other it's... Nolan movies would.
1: Yeah, I think it is gonna like open the doors maybe into he is good in it, um, as playing like the protagonist. Yeah. But um but he is gonna be in one of those I didn't mention it, one of the Netflix movies, oh, one of really? the fifty two cool. n- new movies. Cool, cool, cool. Um t- Him and Zendaya. Um oh, are gonna be in the movie together. So
0: Um
1: that looks and it looks pretty good. Um
2: was that the so, movie that Zendaya filmed over quarantine?
1: Yeah, it's called Malcolm and Marie, I think. Yeah, it was Marie like and Malcolm.
2: a super small uh, cast of people. She was like the first person to finish a movie within yeah. quarantine. Like, nobody else was doing it at the time, which was pretty crazy. That, yeah, and they so kinda that's kind of be it, like, a Netflix too. It was pretty insane. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think the basis of it is like they go to an awards show. Like, him, it's like he's a filmmaker. John David Washington is, uh-huh. I think. And like they get like they're like, they're waiting for reviews and it's like a contained like box that they go home and they're like just anticipating the reviews. And I guess it's just like a, a very airtight little one place thing like quarantine. So it looks interesting. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, tenant was like the big blockbuster that was supposed to save movies. And then it came out and then everyone was still like, you know, uh, Movies are going to come back. I don't see why we needed to <laughs> yeah. to rush it. Um, but yeah, Tenet. Uh, probably the most anticipated movie for me in 2020. And I lived up to the anticipation, but it was just very strange, the circumstances around it. So, Tenet.
2: Tenet. All right. For my number two. Uh, as much as I hate talking about COVID, I just had to bring up like just the readjustments that COVID has caused on us, like in pop culture and like how that has affected pop culture and just like how we interact online and all sorts Uh of stuff like that. So like for one, I wanted to mention zoom hangouts and how like everyone's been able to like do fun online interactions and stuff like that. But not only that, but like shows have come back and done like, uh, like casts of TV shows, like community has done script readings, the office friends um parks and rec did one and then like scott pilgrim did like a charity one like a charity uh script reading and stuff like that it's it's been really cool in that aspect where we you get to see people coming together in interesting ways to like raise money for charity have you seen uh
1: Um, have you seen the josh gad stuff that he did no what did he do over quarantine where he like brought reunions back. Like he reunited the original Ghostbusters cast. No way. That's and awesome. And he he reunited the original The Goonies. And he wow. brought back all these casts. Back to the Future too, I think. Cool. Um he brought back all these old cast oh, Lord of the Rings was the big one he did. That's he got awesome. all the Lord of the Rings cast back. Um so yeah, a similar thing. Like it was just like a a nostalgia trip for yeah, sure. I mean,
2: Covid's brought together like just interesting like um just like yeah new new forms of interacting with like audiences in a cooler way like uh dc comics did instead of comic con they did their own like online event which was actually like really successful and a lot of people enjoyed um and much safer than going to a comic con or something like that where people without covid tend to get like really sick every time they go because that place is like a super spreader event um, yeah. So that was really cool. Like I don't know, it was just cool to see how like different people became flexible within uh, the online realm. I don't know. I liked it, and I can't. I couldn't remember uh, what the Imagine video was for, but I had to bring up the Imagine video. <laughs> uh, was that for COVID?
1: Yeah, it okay. certainly was. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I hated yeah. that. <laughs>
1: um, I, think, uh, so um, I think so did everyone. I think that's another. That. Um, that was my favorite yeah. like
2: online collaborative project that everyone just like collectively hated
1: <laughs> yeah this was like my this was tied for my number one so i oh, want to talk was? about oh wow the Imag- okay, let's talk about it i want to because i have two for number one perfect the imagine <laughs> video it, it it ties together what my point was my main point is is that i think people realized in 2020 that we're sick of celebrities trying to be relatable and trying to yeah. take on causes that like you you don't need any say in. We get it. You can say that yeah, we're all going through this together, but you're going through it in a mansion.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: some other people are going through it unemployed in like facing yeah, in, eviction like, and all sorts yeah. of stuff like that. So I just think the Imagine video was a perfect example of how... Eating the rich. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Of how, like, blind blindly people will do things to get attention. Um, and be like, hey, I'm part of this cause, I'm helping. Yeah. And I just think celebrity has... The idea, very idea of celebrity changed in 2020 and I think what that's that means. Fair. Yeah, I do think that's fair. So, so yeah. Uh, imagine. The imagine. world will live as one. Yikes. <laughs> Gal Gadot, not your finest work. No, nope. um,
2: A lot of her personal stuff isn't her finest work. Yeah, it was if a good try. I guess offline, her heart was in... I think she'd be mm-hmm. uh, much more liked, <laughs> but... Yeah, I guess no. her heart... They're,
1: all their hearts were in the right place, but yeah. it was just very... Uh, yeah, Mark Ruffalo did
2: it too. Yep.
1: Will Ferrell was in it. Um, I feel it bad. Was, it was well-intentioned, but very just shallow, shallow. Without water.
2: Yeah, they totally just didn't... Understand why that would be a bad idea. I don't know. I can't. Didn't someone else in? The, I think one of the funniest parts of it was somebody else who was a celebrity in it, sang a different Imagine song.
1: <laughs> it very well, may have been. I, I forget have, what it I was. It, it was so
2: funny though. And I think it the got bad part and of they it, they put it into online. You could see it, and it was some just singing another song, just vibing, and it was kind of really funny. Oh my funny.
1: gosh! <laughs> the worst part of it was like no, they didn't. Just des- no one decided on a key. Yeah, it's just so
2: cringy. uh, Oh, it's bad.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Celebrity in 2020 is a thing of note and how it has transformed. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Great call there, Jackson. Um, So, uh, my number one. Mm -hmm. um, I guess that was a little bit of my number one right there. Um, But the second part is completely unrelated. But a thing I wanted to mention because it happened so long ago, but it still happened in 2020. Yeah. Uh, Parasite at the Oscars. Yeah,
2: I was gonna yes. put this up there for me because I was just so proud of it. But I was like, you know what, Carter's got it. We can we can yeah, uh, you... cover more stuff. So
1: <laughs> yeah, and we in like this was me. We already talked about Parasite on our mm-hmm. Oscars retrospective a little bit, but uh, I think it just is very significant. Still, like it yeah. can't be understated how significant the win was for Bong Joon-ho and international films and just the Oscars in general and what audiences are now more attuned to watching, I think. Yeah. Um, I opened, think it was the perfect... It
2: opened audiences up to uh, non-English films for the first time in a long time, I feel like. And that's great. Yeah, And so. I
1: think that with the combination of the year we had, where a lot of people were inside just consuming media, yep. I'd like to think that it opened... The gates to people watching other content be- yeah. that isn't English because of *Parasite*. Be I'd cool. like to think that. Yeah, I think because I certainly true. did. Um, I watched a lot of foreign language films uh, uh, this year, and I think the hardest I-
2: thing to sell on people is just the idea that they have to focus when they're at home, because so many people are on their phones and yeah, they watch a movie. Definitely. At home. And I think the idea of them having to read. And like actually pay attention to understand is like not appealing to a lot of people, which is like, yeah, fine, I guess. But that's like not a proper way to like consume a movie. So,
1: yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, hopefully this will, we're going to evolve a little bit in the coming years. Yeah. Um, our attention spans are, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I'm terrible with my, which is why I love movie theaters so much. Cause I'm terrible on my phone at home watching things. Um, but yeah, um, Parasite, I think you changed the game For in sure. terms of For movies. movies. Definitely. So, so yeah, Parasite number one, baby. Shout out to Parasite. It's on Hulu.
2: We love it. We, it's great. You, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's, it's so good. <laughs> it's so Check good. it out. Um, go yeah. to Hulu. Beautiful. And that brings Jackson. me to my number one, which is again, Woo. I'm getting a little serious. I maybe should have picked some more fun ones. I was I was no, really I, banking hey. on Army Hammer being a cannibal earlier. And, <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> I can rattle through
1: honorable mentions at the end to bring back the perfect. lightheartedness. So, so I
2: really just wanted to talk about uh, how normally like political stuff isn't like a pop culture movement, but like because of the internet and how it helped this movement progress, it's almost impossible to like differentiate. But like the Black Lives sure. Matter movement was so yes. defining of 2020 like that and covid like literally are all that define 2020 and you couldn't have the black lives matter movement without people like coming together online to like create i mean obviously like people came in in droves like to like protest and stuff but like i feel like the online presence is what brought a lot of attention to it um oh yeah and like i don't know like constantly over the summer i would just be watching videos of like how police dealt with like peaceful protesters and stuff like that. and it was like really eye-opening. like I knew all this like stuff and like I understood the reason for like wanting to protest police brutality, but like you don't really realize how bad it is until you see uh, police officers uh, breaking up like a a peaceful violin vigil to protest police yeah. brutality. you don't like you don't realize how crazy it is until you see someone like, using police brutality to oppress people who are protesting mm. police brutality it's crazy i don't know yeah but i just had to, i just had to mention how like the online activism has really become a thing in 2020 um like on instagram alone i just checked like the hashtag black lives matter it has over 26 million posts on instagram alone like the presence for, for these, for these issues are huge. And don't get me wrong. There's like wrong ways to do online activism. For example, like just posting like the black square and then like kind of forgetting about it, like the next day, like, like the online presence has like made you not be able to look away in a way that's like actually impactful and really just really amazing. I don't know. I loved it. I I mean, obviously I didn't love it. I I was inspired by it and really moved and just like, in awe of how many people were like willing to stand up, and it, it, I don't know, it was great. As a white guy, I was like, "Wow, this is this is great. This is so just so amazing." But yeah,
1: yeah, it really was. Uh, it really checks your privilege at the door watching it all and like put it in perspective because yeah. you can talk about it all you want, mm-hmm. but if you don't practice what you preach, then what's mm-hmm. the point?
2: And if you don't like, um, yeah, and if you're not witnessing it, like at least like the online presence can give you like an on the ground. Because, like, not everyone can, like, go to a protest or, like, or like wants to be in, like, that line of danger and stuff like that. So to be able to see it online, too, has, like, woken so many people up. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. So I just thought i have to give the number one pop culture moment of 2022, the Black Lives Matter movement, for sure. Absolutely. Like, hands down. But, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. Shout out. We love Black that. Black Lives Matter. Shout out. We
1: love that. Woohoo. Um <laughs> should I rattle off just a few honorable mentions here mm-hmm. to, to, to end us off? Yeah. Let's um, do um Uh Number one, Dolly Parton saves the world. Ooh. Um she paid for the COVID vaccine, one of the COVID vaccines, and turns out she uh is li- uh kind of liberal. So that's
2: neat. Oh yeah, she's she's um, very interesting. Yeah,
1: she's an interesting figure. Um so Dolly Parton, woohoo. Woohoo. Um Adam Sandler, um Hubie Came up Halloween. on the up and up, should <laughs> be Halloween and uncut gems. What more can you ask for? He had a heck of a year. The duality of man, truly. Um, Rudy Giuliani and Borat.
2: Oh my gosh, <laughs> what I a totally moment that was! About
1: that. Yeah, um, that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, I don't really care about this, but I know people do. Taylor Swift
2: double album release. That was cool. I almost uh, did contemplate putting that on there, but. It, it it's just, just couldn't like, fit in the top. Too much stuff happened in, in 2020, but that was yeah. insane, especially after yeah. her, uh, like abuser was like keeping her old, like she like hit her, old all abuser, her music like, yeah. had the rights to her music. So it was, yeah. it was she just was a like, very empowering year for, for Taylor Swift, which was pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, Kanye for president. Oh geez. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> uh, yep. As all that happened, Kanye's having a heck of a 2021 he also. Is. Um, Poor guy. Get help. Um, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard stuff Mm -hmm. unfolded this year. Um, All those domestic abuse. The the quick one-two gaslight. Turns out she was the abuser. Yep. Um, Entanglements.
2: No. (laughs) I forgot about (laughs) entanglements. Oh, my gosh. This year has been uh, so long. Poor Will Smith. I know. Will Smith cannot ever catch a break. I literally feel bad. I, I don't feel bad for any celebrity but Will Smith. Like oh my god!
1: I know I love Will Smith. Um, so that <laughs> happened. Um, um, Leah Michelle as a diva. Uh, all that came out, but I think uh-huh. we all kind of knew that. Um, and then last but not least, Ratatouille musical.
2: Yeah, that was awesome. I saw that. It was really good. Yeah,
1: that's all. That's I'm not on a TikTok, but I saw Ratatouille musical. It was so. great. It was fun. So yeah, those are just some of the ones I debated putting in. And then I also had a list of all those deaths that you mentioned because yeah. I figured it was worth talking about. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, beautiful. We did and hopefully it. with that, Jackson, we can put <laughs> all the bad of 2020 behind us, but remember what it taught us and move forward.
2: All the friends we made along the way. Yeah.
1: Maybe in the end, 2020 <laughs> yeah. was the friendships we made along the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Wow. <laughs> beautiful. Great.
1: All right. <laughs> 2020! Bye! 2021! Hello. Sweet. Uh, Should we dive into The List is Life, Jackson?
2: Yes, let's do it. The List is Life. The List is an absolute
1: good. The List is Life. So, this is our recurring segment. Uh, I have a list of every movie I've ever seen. A narrative feature film, if you will. No Mm -hmm. documentaries, no miniseries. Nope. uh, No short films, because I just, I I, I can't do that, guys. Um, I can't rank those. He
2: hates watching documentaries. What is this, the
1: news? I thought Blackfish was a comedy. Anyway.
2: That's um, a great documentary. Yeah, it is. That's I love of, documentaries. That, that is one of those movies that had the Tiger King. Everyone was talking yes. about it. but And nobody was cared afterwards, it. like, besides, like, everyone just kind of hating SeaWorld now, which is good. But, yeah. That yes, was a crazy SeaWorld. documentary.
1: Um, but, yeah. I love documentaries and short films and all that, but I don't have them ranked. I can't, like, I don't know how to rank Blackfish against, like, Silence of the Lambs. So.
2: Uh, simple. It's better.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I don't do that, but I have a list of every movie I've ever seen that's a narrative feature film Mm -hmm. ranked from one to, it's over 1900 now. Wow. And yeah, I put it in work in, in 2020, um, and Jackson, uh, every week picks a number and I find what movie that corresponds to on the list. So Jackson will pick a number. I don't remember what we did last week, um, Last week Oh, it was was Blade Runner, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was Blade Runner. Great movie. Yeah, Blade Runner. This week, because so many, uh, after the government uh, attack or whatever from January 6th, I keep hearing the number 1776 a lot lately. Let's go with that. (laughs) Wow. Uh,
1: That's going to be, this will be a different change of pace for us because that is the bottom of the barrel. Perfect. (laughs) <laughs> so I am excited to see whatever this is um let me scroll down all the way to uh, 1776. I hope it's a patriotic a bad patriotic movie I so hope no. so too um oh this is very this is very fitting okay and I don't know I don't know how you did this but, okay um so my 1776th ranked film. Is a little film called New Year's Eve.
2: No. <laughs> oh, I man. don't know how you picked I'm really good at, like, kind of getting on theme for a lot of these. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, it's that's um, crazy. It's a, it's a
1: job well done. Um, Who made this So, move? This is a Gary Marshall film. Who? Um, Gary Marshall did... Uh, he directed... Um, what did he direct? Valentine's uh, Day. Oh, did he? I don't know. Oh, probably. He, oh he did um he did uh pr- oh he did Pretty Woman. What? He did uh That's a Princess good one. Diaries. What? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. New Year's Eve sucks. I saw this one. But in then, theaters.
1: Yeah. In between there you, he did Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. There's a Mother's and Day? Oh, no. I haven't seen Mother's Day, but I saw Valentine's Day. Oh, and he did Runaway Bride as well. Oh, okay. Um, so he... Yeah, I don't know what happened here. Um, So New Year's Eve, if you don't know, um, it's uh the lives of several couples and singles in New York intertwine over the course of New Year's Eve. It's like Love Actually, but, but bad. bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just about to say that. Like... Love actually does it really well in balancing those stories and, like, intertwining the right ones and stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. The last time I saw this, to be fair, was in theaters, which was, I imagine, a really long time ago. Like, I feel like I was early high school or, like, middle school when I saw this movie.
1: Yeah, it came out in 2011, so.
2: Yeah, whoa. That was a long time ago. Nine
1: years ago. (laughs) Ten years ago.
2: Oh, my God. Um.
0: Wow,
1: yeah, I was 12 this... when I
2: saw this? Wait, that's weird. Look at you, you
1: rebel. I guess I was too, because I saw it. Oh, I guess I was 13. I saw it in theaters too. I
2: should not have seen this movie. I don't know. That's a weird choice might... for 12-year-old me to go see. I must have saw it with friends or something. I don't know. I definitely saw yeah, this probably. though. But yeah.
1: like, and this is like one of those, like it's just like stacked casts. It's like a perfect example of like, you can get all the greatest actors in the world together. Mm-hmm. But you can still make a god-awful movie. It doesn't make any sense. There's like Robert De Niro, Hilary Swank, Michelle Pfeiffer, Ashton Kutcher, Halle Berry. Yeah. uh, More.
2: I remember Um, Ashton Kutcher specifically from that movie.
1: Yes. He is in it. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker Uh is like who he like meets at the end or something. Yeah. Or like Josh Dumas. I don't remember. The way it all intertwines is is very bizarre and doesn't make a lick of sense when it all as a movie.
2: What did you rate Um, it? Like did you one give it like star. a star? <laughs> one, yeah, star? One, one, one star? One star. So what's like the what at what point on your rankings are they just all one star lower? Uh
1: at the um at the like one thousand seven hundred and forty seven mark they're they all, all just become, one stars. They all become one star or half stars.
2: Oh, you got you gave some
1: movies half stars. Wow. You bet your bottom I've given half stars and I'm not ashamed of it. Um, that's totally this fair. <laughs> this is only given the one star because of the chaos and just the f- uh, watching famous people I guess that sells it up a little bit Zach Efron's on this too do you want to huh. see
2: famous people hang out like a regular person during a holiday check out any of these like that's basically <laughs> Gary Marshall is.
1: is the man for you <laughs> uh, yeah Gary Marshall um yeah I don't know what what happened because he uh, I don't know I think Valentine's Day is b- better. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, they're all the same in my eyes.
2: They're all bad.
1: Oh boy! But yeah, um, wow. I love New it. Year's <laughs> Eve is, is uh, <laughs> the most patriotic movie, I guess um, you could. Since sliced bread, since sliced bread—that's what they say. <laughs> um, New Year's Eve. New Year's what, Eve. What can you say? We love that. Good pick, Jackson. I don't I do, know how I you keep you doing a it. For you. Did you yeah, watch please.
2: the New Year's Eve? like ball drop thing i watched
1: uh i watched it on cnn okay um i actually flipped to a bunch of different things so
2: as you're watching a bunch of different channels as you know i rushed over to your house to drop off a hard drive before midnight you did but we got back just in time for the ball drop but then Uh someone was singing during it and like i think they like sang over the time of the ball drop and the ball dropped later than it was supposed to but I'm not for sure. Uh, that's just what our house speculates. I didn't know if that's what you guys were seeing, too.
1: I, that it could very have happened. It, the whole thing was strange. There was strange. like air fan, um,
2: those like car sales guys, you it, know yeah. what I'm talking about? Like the inflatable, The inflatable tube man. They were everywhere. Yeah. It looked really depressing. And I'm glad I didn't watch the uh, the televised event besides like the last 10 seconds of it. Yeah,
1: it was very strange. The CNN one was the most fun somehow because it was Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. And
2: were they just getting drunk?
1: Yeah, they were hammered. And That's they awesome. were just talking, Wait, they I were just talking and, and that. interrupting. That they cool. were they were like they did an interview with Mariah Carey who is like notably the most the biggest diva that there is yeah. on earth. And like it was just insane listening to them talk to her. And she always, Mariah Carey is so strange because she's always wants to make sure that like everyone knows that she writes her songs too. Uh-huh. And she always hammers that point home. They're like, you sing one of the greatest song, Christmas songs of all time. She's like, actually, I wrote it also. Like, w- okay, <laughs> cool. Like take, take the credit where credit's due. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, and she just like is so like poised and posed on the screen. She's like a wax figure. She's not moving. Um, so that was weird, but the best part of the night, I'm so glad you picked New Year's Eve so we could talk about this. (laughs) The best part of the night was after the ball had dropped. It was like maybe 1am.
0: Yeah.
1: And Snoop Dogg came on for who knows why.
2: Okay. And
1: Andy Cohen decided they would play a game with Snoop Dogg called, have you been high here?
2: That's awesome. And
1: and the answer to every single one was yes. And, and, Anderson Cooper was giggling like a little schoolgirl the entire time, I the that clip. That sounds and awesome. it's un—it's unbelievable. He like fully loses it, and he's like Andy Cohen, "What are you doing?" And they—they're just like the best of friends, and That's it was so incredible. fun. Um, but yeah, so New Year's Eve—that's a better. You watch that over New Year's Eve, the movie. Okay, and you will not be disappointed. i have a
2: way more fun time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Out so yeah I should also note this film is almost two hours long anyway why um, (laughs) I don't I I don't know man the world's a mystery to me but New Year's Eve I'd like to not talk about it anymore
2: okay (laughs) fair enough beautiful that that, was the life. we'll move on to I'll have what she's having I'll have what she's having ooh ooh and in this segment we just recommend something you know we'll just give a little check this out and uh, with that uh, do you want me to go first or you, Carter? Uh, sure, you can go first. All right. So I have yet to see this, but I am excited to see this. Tomorrow on Disney+, Plus. the first episode of WandaVision will be airing. It is a MCU. It's the first Disney Plus series uh, that will be canon to the MCU. Uh, it's mm. going to focus on Wanda, who's the Scarlet Witch, and Vision, who is dead but not dead. I don't know. <laughs> It's gonna Who be interesting. Uh, apparently, it plays a lot of, out of it plays off on a bunch of like old sitcoms, and will be pretty trippy, I guess. And will uh, yeah. be important to the movies. So if you like the movies, want to check this stuff out, go for it. Um, and I nah. think we're probably gonna do a review of it later this month or the next month. So yeah, watch out for yeah. that too. So now,
1: correct me if I'm wrong, Jackson, but are they are they debuting two episodes? Are they?
2: I actually have no idea. I think they were releasing. I think they're releasing two. Well, that's even better. So I think the I actually think the no, first I two. I could right. be wrong. I think I, that does sound familiar because I think they said they wanted to do something more like the Boys, where they release a couple episodes and then and then it's like weekly after that. But it's only eight episodes, yeah. so yeah. I think that's right. So I don't know, one or but, two maybe.
1: Yeah. Regardless, so that'll be fun. That'll be some good content. Yeah. Yeah. Check that out, man. Um, mine. I have two suggestions. Um, WandaVision was one uh, I, I had three If you count WandaVision uh-huh. But I have two uh, The first one Is That movie I forgot the name about On the Soul Episode One Night in Miami uh-huh. That comes out today Nice um, On Amazon Prime um, So check that out If you want to see uh, It's about the fictional Account of A night where Muhammad Ali Malcolm X Sam Cooke And Jim Brown All gathered To discuss their roles In the Civil Rights Movement Cool um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, Regina King is directing it directorial debut. Um, mm-hmm. so check that out. It's got some awards buzz. I'm excited for that. And finally, something I just discovered after being on vacation. Um, there's a tiger woods documentary on HBO max.
2: Yeah. I saw that. I haven't checked it out, but I saw the uh, advertisements for it. Um, yeah. Interesting figure um, the, for sure. So,
1: yeah. So the first part is out come. It's in two parts. Apparently the second part, comes out this Sunday, so the first part's already out. So I'm gonna check that out because Tiger Woods is a very interesting, very interesting guy over the past decade. Obviously, yeah. very in the public eye, and um, yeah, I'll be checking that out. I'm I'm into that. I'm into Tiger Woods, and I think his uh, when he won the Masters last year mm-hmm. in 2019, like yeah. that was like crazy stuff.
2: Yeah, so, growing up, I played uh, the PGA game, like the the Tiger Woods PGA game on uh, GameCube, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's so cool." And then, like a couple <laughs> years later, I was like, "Oh, this dude cheats a lot on his wife." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, now I guess he's cool again. So, like, sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'll be interested to check out the uh, that documentary to see what's yeah. up there. So, so yeah, cool. We're checking that out. A lot of stuff to watch. A lot of exciting. Starting to into the flow of it. We did. We're a back lot of to stuff. A,
2: a shorter episode this week after a lot of long episodes. So hopefully, uh, it's the perfect amount for you guys—not too long, not too short, but just right.
1: Just right. We are yeah. the mama bear or the porridge, whatever it is. Which little one. bears. We're one
2: of them. You got it.
1: The good one. You understand it. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, check us out next week. Should we announce what we're doing next week, Jackson? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. So next week, we are doing our very first retrospective episode where we bring on a special guest to talk about a particular movie. Yeah. And next week, uh, should we announce who we're bringing on? Do it. Bet. Um, (laughs) We're bringing on special guest uh, Annie Merritt. Woohoo. A friend of mine from the collage days of my life. College, for those who don't know. I didn't know what and, you were referencing, um, so I'm glad you clarified. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's the vernacular. <laughs> I was like, you did collages? Um, cool. Yeah. Heck. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, Annie is a very good friend of mine, kind of a little mentor to me. She was um, when I was affiliated with this nonprofit i uh, organization called IU Dance Marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the role that I would later become my mm. senior year. So she was my director, and then I became director. Nice. of a committee on that organization so so she's coming on and she hosts her own podcast called the 30 yard dash
2: Ooh.
1: uh yes that sounds, that's a good name that's a good
2: it? name i like that
1: it's a uh, sports and wellness based podcast meant to inspire you to live your life and career to the fullest cool
2: and i need that inspiration so i'll check I know. that out
1: <laughs> So, yeah, she's, uh, she's going to come on and we're going to talk about, we're going to go deep dive into the perks of being a wallflower. Woohoo. So I'm excited. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. So I'm That's excited. Of my to give
2: a I think we talked about it briefly on the list is life. Um, I think, Oh, we might have, I love it. So I can't wait. Bring it on. Yes.
1: It will be, it'll be awesome. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think with that, uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Want to follow us on the socials? All those plugs.
2: At Rough cut underscore Pod. Uh, thanks for all the support. We love you guys. You're awesome.
1: Yeah. We love it. We love doing it, <laughs> and we love you. Be nice.
2: Be good. Bye. Bye. In case I don't see you.
0: Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night.